Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Drive at 5. The story is driving today's headlines. Brought to you by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes, demand the yellow van on 100.1 FM and AM 1020. KDKA. Rick Dayton's Drive at 5 is rolling down the road right now on this fourth day of May. It's eight minutes past 5 o'clock. Nearly half of Americans say they're worried about the safety of their money in the bank. That's according to a brand new Gallup poll out today. The results are starkly divided, however, between Democrats and non-Democrats, even more so among Americans with college degrees and those without. Still, the 48% overall figure represents the lowest reading since the Great Recession of 2007 to 2009. The findings also come in the wake of the largest bank failure since then. In March, Silicon Valley Bank Bank and New York-based Signature Bank were seized by regulators. Depositors began pulling their funds from them in mass amid concerns about the bank's health in response to rising interest rates. And then there was another one. But the Gallup polling was done between April 3rd and April 25th before the collapse of the third, which is First Republic of California. Investor concerns about banks' health continued as shares of several other mid-sized banks tanked over fears of further depositor flight. President Joe Biden's re-election campaign wasting no time to be on the air in Pennsylvania. The Scranton-born Democrat narrowly flipped the state of PA on his way to the White House in 2020. Voters in key markets, including here in Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, and Scranton-Wilkes-Barre, already seeing ads on national cable channels as part of what the campaign said is a two-week, seven-figure ad buy in a handful of battleground states. Biden launched his bid on April 25th, targeting Pennsylvania early along with Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Nevada. Does this sound familiar? It sounds like a redo of 2020, doesn't it? No surprise as all of them were pivotal in Biden's victory over then-President Donald Trump just three years ago. The CEO of Norfolk Southern Railway was on KDKA with me a little more than a half hour ago when asked about the cleanup situation in East Palestine, Ohio. I asked him about uh, testifying in Congress, saying that Norfolk Southern would help with temporary relocation costs. But where are we now? Where does Norfolk Southern stand as far as putting money back into those communities? In there almost every week since the derailment. What I continue to hear is uh, people's genuine concern about long-term health care, about property valuations, and about long-term water monitoring. So we're working with the two attorney generals on, um, on setting up funds to cover those, those three issues. Alan Shaw, if you want to hear the entire interview, it is available on kdkradio.com and on the Odyssey app as a podcast. 
Much more from the news today, including the Steelers making an announcement that David Morehouse is getting a promotion. He has only been employed by the Steelers for nine months, but already the former Penguins exec has been bumped up to executive vice president for strategy. Morehouse hired back in August as a senior advisor to Mr. Rooney with a focus on the community and league-related initiatives. In this new role, he will guide the strategic direction of AccraSure Stadium operations in addition to senior advisor role to Rooney on Team Business Operations. Symbolic blow to a city already entrenched in economic hardship. In 2019, two dozen explosives were placed in the basement of an old storage steel plant in Weirton, West Virginia, which one time was the fifth largest steel producer in the country. In mere seconds, the charges detonated, and the 1,300 plant and century of steelmaking history basically evaporated in a plume of dust. But since the plant closed, they now are in the process of maybe getting a rebirth going there. Form Energy, a company from Massachusetts, it's a battery-making company, announced last month that it was going to build its main manufacturing plant in the ashes of what was Weirton Steel, a sweeping proposal that promises up to 750 middle-class jobs and pumping $760 million into the town of just under 20 thousand residents. The plan marks the largest monetary infusion into Weirton in decades, second largest investment in West Virginia this past year. A man killed in a two-vehicle crash early Thursday morning in Butler County. Had just finished his shift as a printer at the Butler Eagle. He was headed home to Newcastle. State police say that 65-year-old James Barge died at the scene of the crash, which occurred at 115 this morning on Route 422 in Franklin Township. The uh, other driver, 24-year-old Cassandra Clyde, was driving east on 422. Her vehicle crossed the solid yellow line in the turning lane, another yellow line before hitting Mr. Barge's vehicle. Clyde was taken to Allegheny General Hospital in serious condition. They do say that the 65-year-old man was just two weeks away from his retirement. Dallas, Texas, hit with a computer ransomware attack. It brought down the police department and city hall websites and caused some jury trials to be canceled. The outage did not appear to affect 911 calls. However, it did cause problems with a computer-assisted dispatch system that's used to help firefighters respond to emergencies. According to the Dallas Fire Rescue spokesman Jason Evans telling the Dallas Morning News. Director of National Intelligence Avril Haines saying that China and Russia could pounce on a U.S. debt default to portray the U.S. as dysfunctional, chaotic, and unstable. Haynes told lawmakers during testimony at the Senate Armed Services Committee hearing on global threats that a domestic debt default likely would create global uncertainty as the U.S. dollar's value and would also lead to volatility in currency and other financial markets. When it comes to immigration, one representative says the White House is simply not prepared for when Title 42 ends. That's the latest criticism against the Biden administration, but it's not coming from a conservative. Instead, it's coming from a progressive representative named Ruben Gallego. The Arizona Democrat argues border communities in his state are simply unequipped to handle the surge of migrants. His words, when COVID restrictions on immigration known as Title 42 expire next week, in four letters addressed to the president, to Homeland Security Secretary, to the FEMA administrator, and to the House Appropriations Committee leaders, Gallego raised concerns that the administration has not done enough to address the state's needs ahead of what is expected to be a big-time surge. And finally, Shopify. 
making the announcement that it is cutting 20% of its workforce. The news came as they repeated, uh, reported excuse me, first quarter earnings that beat analyst estimates for the top line and the bottom line. Shares of Spotify were up 26%, but then the CEO announced the job cuts in a memo to employees posted on the company's website did not specify which units will be affected by a result of those layoffs. And that is today's Drive at Five. Those are the stories driving headlines on this, the fourth day of May. May the fourth be with you. The Drive at Five, the stories driving today's headlines. Brought to you by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes, demand the yellow van on 100.1 FM and AM 1020. KDKA. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.